Welcome to Equipus Christchurch. Equipus Church is a whole lot of friends championing one another to go higher in Christ. For more details, check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch. We all have patterns in our lives. I've got them. You've got them. Patterns are repeated ways of operating that can produce problems sometimes. You may recognise this pattern every year at Christmas. I won't eat too much this year. No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be really like, I'm gonna be so self-controlled. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm only gonna have like two roast potatoes. I, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna be so self-controlled. But by 1.30 p.m., you're like lounged out on the couch, letting your belt out to the next notch, or really thankful that you wore your stretchy pants that day because you ate too much. It's a pattern. Patterns, patterns. Why do I end up with the same, if you're single, with the same dropkick guy every time? I don't understand it. Why, well, have, this one's for you guys. Why do I end up with the same needy girl over and over? Patterns. I swore I wouldn't get uncontrollably angry again, but here I am, red faced, blood boiling, yelling. Patterns. Patterns of thinking, patterns of behavior, patterns that cause problems. I'm in debt again. And I just keep spending more than I earn. It's a pattern. Here's another one. Doesn't matter how good things are going, I'm always looking for the disaster around the corner. Eeyore syndrome. Oh, it's probably going to rain. So I may as well just stay inside. Not even bother coming out because it's probably going to rain. So frustrating, isn't it? It's so annoying that we get on this merry-go-round of our behaviours and our patterns of thinking and we're like, I just don't seem to be able to get off this thing. Is it too late to change my mind? Is it too late to change my thinking and get off? We all have patterns in our lives, but there are some patterns that produce problems. It's like this. Let me tell you my life story in five short chapters. I'm going to start with the first three, and then I'll tell you the other two later. Perhaps you can identify. Now, you might or may not be able to see, I have beautifully marked out in green painter's tape, an area over here. We're going to call it the hole, Okay. Here we go. Chapter one. I went out for a walk and I fell into a deep, dark hole. It took me a long time to get out. Okay, for the sake of expedience, long time, long time, long time, long time, long time. <laughs> Chapter two. 
I went out for a walk. And I fell into the same deep, dark hole. And it took me a long time to get out. Want to say it with me? Long time, long time, long time, long time. Okay. Right. Chapter three. I went out for a walk. This time, I saw the hole, but I got a bit too close. And I fell in. And it took me a long time to get out. Long time, long time, long time, long time. Okay, we got it. Someone said it this way. We don't need new ways to fail. The old ways are working just fine. (laughs) I'll finish my life in five short chapters a little bit later. I want to introduce you to Tess. She's going to come up on screen. This is our dog, Tess. She's crazy. She's Tico's dog. When I come home, she's like, yeah. When Tico comes home, she's like, oh, Dad, you're home, you're home, you're home. I'm so excited. (gasps) Okay. I'm good. Just take that away because I'll probably jump again and that could go bad. Be not slip for me. She's a crazy dog. But one day, I was out at the dog park. Health and safety people are freaking out right now. Hey. I can see someone running for a towel. Um, we were at the dog park. And right in front of me, I'd never seen this before. I never really owned a dog until we got here. Right in front of me, Tess goes, and just vomits on the ground. And before I could kind of say anything or do anything, she just went over and went (laughs) and ate the thing up. And I'm like, oh, that is disgusting. That That is gross. Tess, oh, what are you doing? This must be normal dog behavior that's been going on forever. Because there's a verse in Proverbs. The writer of Proverbs noticed the same phenomenon. Proverbs 26, 11. As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. The message says it this way, as a dog eats its own vomit, so fools recycle silliness. Proverbs 26, 11 from the Good News Bible, the Bible I had when I was a kid. A f- yeah, come on. Good News Bible. It was little pictures. Do you remember little pictures? It was awesome. I like the way the Good News Bible says it, though. A fool doing some stupid thing a second time is like a dog going back to its vomit. Johnny, super job. Super job. <laughs> Just left it there, but that's okay. All right. I mean to say it's a, pretty, it's a pretty disgusting picture. It's in the Bible, so it's all right, okay? But it's pretty disgusting. But like intrepid adventurers, we're going to go there anyway, and we're going to unpack 
this verse a little bit. So you ready? Yeah. Okay. As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools, fool, that word means this. It means obstinate. It means you're not mentally deficient, you're not thick, but you have a tendency to make wrong choices. Right? So fools repeat their folly. It's a really old-fashioned word. You don't hear people going around today going, oh, you've just committed a great folly. You don't hear it. It's not a word we use. I just love servant heart, just carrying on. Folly, it means knowing what the right thing to do is, but not doing it. And I am so committed to every single one of you here that I actually did a word study on the word vomit. You can thank me later. Vomit in the English dictionary means to eject the contents of the stomach via the mouth. But I discovered something interesting. Vomit in Hebrew means to eject the contents of the stomach via the mouth. It's exactly the same. Vomit back then and vomit now is the same. It's the same thing. Brace yourselves though, I'm not done with vomit yet. We're going deeper. I said to Penny before I started, I think I'm, when I'm finished this, this sermon, I think I'm, I'm gonna call it the vomit sermon at the end of it. Maybe you'll agree with me, maybe not. But you'll always remember that sermon she did on vomit, don't you? All right, we're going deeper. I have a question. Why do we vomit, spew, puke, heave, upchuck, hurl, reach up the contents of our stomachs? Why do we? Oh, I'm serious question. Why do we? Huh? Something's wrong inside? Nurse? Ooh, harmful substances? We vomit because whatever is on our, in, we, our, our insides can't take whatever is in there. And so our body, it up to get rid of it. Okay? You start to feel a bit queasy? No? You're all right? Okay, cool. Because, you know, there are some beautiful passages in the Bible, man. There, there is like... You know, like, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. And for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. But there are other passages like this one that have a different purpose. We need those beautiful verses, those verses of encouragement to lift us up and to inspire us when things are hard. But we also need verses that hold a mirror up to us and, and actually show us exactly what's going on. This, meant, this verse is meant to assault your senses. It's meant to offend you. It is meant for you to go, oh, yuck, that's gross. But we don't like it. We turn the page of the Bible. Just, just keep turning. Keep turning until we get over the vomit. Just keep turning. I don't want to read about the vomit. 
Just keep turning. It's like when the rich young ruler came to Jesus, eh? And Jesus said, you want to follow me, sell everything you've got. Because he knew that money and possessions were more important to the ruler than anything else. Sell it and then I'll know. And what did he do? When he was confronted by the living word of God, walked away. Too hard. When I observed Tess after she vomited, I was like, okay, <laughs> leave that alone, Tess. You've just vomited, leave it alone. You don't want to be touching that now. But no, she just went right up and ate it again. And I was a little bit sick in my mouth. And she just went right back to the habit, the pattern that dogs have had for thousands of years. And nothing I could do. I couldn't reason with her, plead with her. She's a dog. She does what dogs do. But we aren't like that. We can recognize that something isn't going right and we can change it if we want to. Time out. Is there a pattern in your life that is keeping you from moving forward? That is keeping you from maturing in Christ? That is keeping you from fully flourishing the way he wants you to? Is it a pattern in your thinking? Is it a pattern in your behavior? I want you to see this clearly in this verse. There are two ideas compared here. A dog eating its own vomit and a person going back and repeating the same mistake over and over and over again. Because here's the picture that the proverb is painting. You've just, us, right? We've just thrown up our pattern. There it is on the ground. We've just thrown it up and it's been ejected because our bodies can't take it. Our bodies know it's not right for us and it's thrown up onto the ground and, and I know it's not wise to. I shouldn't do this, but actually I'm going to go back and I'm going to eat it up again. Rather than just leave it alone. You go right back and you eat it up again. You see what I mean? This is meant to assault your senses. I'm fairly certain that there is not a single person here who would go back and eat their own vomit. Right? I mean, it's disgusting. Vomit, that's disgusting. It stinks. I can see chunky bits in there. But we do go back and repeat the same patterns of thinking. We do go back and repeat the same behavior. We do go back and repeat the same sins over and over and over again. And they will bring the same negative and destructive results. Maybe it's the pattern of trying to please everyone. The result of that, <clears throat> you please no one in the end. Maybe it's the pattern of thinking, or oh, no, one, no one cares for me. No one gives a rip. The result? People will try and care for you, and then they'll give up. Maybe it's the pattern of thinking that you can handle everything and you don't need anybody else. Result? You fall apart in the end. No one can do it alone. 
the pattern of trying to be something you're not. Oh, hello. The result, you don't flourish. You know full well. You try and, you know, bang your round peg into a square hole. It just doesn't uh, work. And it's frustrating. And you don't flourish. What about the pattern of thinking you can change another person? <laughs> and all the married people said, <laughs> Woo. Been there, done that, got the T-shirt, failed. Result, relationships are fractious and they fall apart. You can't change anyone. Give up now. If you're still trying, Mary, give up now. Give up. Maybe it's the pattern of returning again to something that hasn't worked. An old relationship, an old job, an old way of thinking. Pastor Peter talked last week about Samson. Kept going back. Delilah three times tried to trick him. It's like, Samson, you doofus. Did you not get it the first time? That's going back and eating your own vomit. Maybe it's the pattern of self-destructive thinking or behaviours, hurting yourself to dull the pain inside. Result? You just add to your pain and you have to keep increasing the self-destructive behaviour to cover the increased pain. Ooh, here's a good one. Maybe it's the pattern of the inner critic. You can't. You won't. You're useless. You're no good. You've got nothing to offer. Result? In the end, you don't even try. Maybe it's a pattern of that same sin over and over again. Result? You give up because you come to believe that God has given up on you. I had a pattern early on in my marriage <clears throat> where if I was ticked off with Tico about something, I wouldn't tell him I was ticked off. I would slam doors and I would freeze him out and I would walk away. I would play the piano very angrily. <laughs> he knew if I was playing the piano, there is something on my mind. And in my head, I thought that was communication. What I wanted him to do was come, oh, Shelley, um, what's wrong? And he would. Sometimes he would come and ask, do you want to talk about it? No. No, I don't. Thanks very much. And he would, like, okay, then, cool. And he would walk away. And I'd go, well, you just don't even care about me then, do you? You just don't even care. <laughs> I really wanted him to come back again, but he never did. <laughs> it was a pattern for me. It was a pattern of communication that ended up just making things difficult between us. And I had to change it. I had to recognize it and change it. I mean, I could go on and on. The list could go on and on. I bet you you've all got stuff sitting out there going, yeah, that's my pattern. That's the thing that's holding me back. And you might be saying, man, you just don't understand, you don't understand how messed up my thinking is. You don't understand how messed up my life is because of this repeated behavior that I just keep doing again and again and I feel so powerless. And is it too late, Shelly? Is it too late to change my mind? Is it too late? My life is so dysfunctional because of it. 
I love how Stephen Furtick puts this. Even at your most dysfunctional, you still have a destiny. Now, I know I've hit this really hard tonight, vomit and all. So we're going to take a breather. Watch this. The human brain, made of approximately 100 billion neurons, the same number of stars that exist within our galaxy. The human brain monitors and regulates all of the body's actions and reactions. With over 5 trillion chemical operations occurring every second, and signals being transferred at speeds of over 260 miles per hour, our brain is rapidly analyzing and responding to all of the sights, sounds, and smells all around us. Now, because we are all born slaves to sin, our mind has been programmed to behave out of selfish desire. The way we think, dream, reason, and act are limited to the ways of this world. Now consider the facts for a moment. For every behavior we experience, our brain creates a neurological pathway. As behaviors are repeated, those pathways become increasingly more stable. Think of it this way. A single behavior maps out a dirt road in your brain, creating a basic pathway for your thoughts to travel. But as you repeat behaviors, your brain builds a highway, allowing for an increased volume and frequency of thoughts to move about resulting in your day-to-day -day actions. In order to change our behavior, we must reprogram our brain. It requires the deconstruction of existing highways and is a process that takes time. The Bible directs us to take every thought captive and to commit daily to the renewing of our mind through the power of God's Word. And in time, the result is the formation of an entirely new neurological roadmap, leading you to the life you were meant to live. Let me tell you the end of my story, my life in five short chapters. Remember the first three? Chapter one, I went out for a walk, I fell into a deep dark hole and it took me a long time to get out. Long time, long time, long time. Chapter two, I went out for a walk, I fell in that same deep dark hole and it took me a long time to get out. Long time, long time, long time. Chapter three, I went out for a walk, this time I saw the hole, but I got too close and I fell in and it took me a long time to get out. Let me finish my story. Chapter four, I went out for a walk. I saw the hole, and I went around it. Chapter 5. I went out for a walk, and I went down a different street. Hmm. Where you are now, is no mystery to God. He knows. What is so fabulous about our God is that even though he knows the patterns, his grace means he has a destiny that is better than our current reality. You know what? I want to tell you tonight, it is never too late to change your mind. It is never too late to change your mind. 
mind. Turn to your neighbor and say that. It's never too late to change your mind. It's never too late. Never. 99, still got a pattern? You can change it. Never too late. Over the years, I've observed that there is a process that brings about this change that that video is talking about, this maturity, this growth in a person. Three steps to changing that recurring pattern in your mind. First one is this. You've got to recognize the problem. Hang on. Hang on, we'll sit a little bit. You've got to recognize the problem. It's like an idea. I recognize it. It's a problem. It's a pattern. You've got to recognize the problem. Number two, you've got to have a wake-up call. You've got to recognize the problem. Okay. You've got to have a wake-up call. And then, once you've had that wake-up call, the alarm, the snooze. <laughs> once you've had that wake-up call, You've got to imagine it like a door. And you're going to walk through that door and you ain't, you're going to close it behind you and you ain't never going back. Should we do them again? Just fun with the sound effects, eh? You've got to recognize the problem. Zoe's doing such an incredible job. You have got to have a wake-up call. And you've got to determine that you will never go back through that doorway. That's the process for changing the patterns. It's from this verse in Romans 12 too. We know this verse so well. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. You'll know the right thing. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Transformed in the Greek is metamorpho. Right? We get our word metamorphosis from it. It means, I love this, it means to be changed from the inside out. To be changed from the inside out. Just like a butterfly, um, a, what do you call it, caterpillar, is inside a chrysalis. And from the inside of the chrysalis, out comes the butterfly in the end. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This word means um, a renovation. I love that, a renovation, which makes a person different to what they were in the past. It's got this implied meaning that it's got to be better than it was before. So if we're saying, can we put Romans 12, 2 up again there? Is that going to come up? Yeah. So what we're saying is don't conform to the pattern of this world. See, the world isn't bad. 
It's the patterns of this world. God loves this world. God sent Jesus for this world. It's the patterns of this world that we're not to conform to, uh, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I want to say to you again, it's never too late to do this. It's never too late to change your mind. Man, you don't renovate a house. People don't renovate a house to make it worse. People renovate a house to make it better. I love those home reno shows. You know, the ones where they go in and they take this old heap of junk house and then you see it after 60 minutes and it's like, whoa, man, I quite like to live in that house. But here's the thing, man. If you don't renew your mind every day with right thinking and right patterns and truth, your feelings will take you back to that thing that you closed the door on. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not talking about perfection. I'm not saying we have to get 100% right because if that's the case, I just need to go and sit down right now. It's not perfection, okay? It's about the renewing of your mind. How do I do that? Man, Pastor Mike set it up so beautifully from this morning. How do you renew your mind? You get into relationship with the one who created your mind with the one who knows every, every neurological pathway, with the one who knows what's already there, knows which ones need to be torn down, knows what new pathways can be created. You get into relationship with Him. And I wanna say to you tonight, if you're in a hole right now, Jesus doesn't, Stand at a distance and go, yeah, she's in the hole again. Oh, I thought I, man, she's in the hole again. He doesn't do that. He doesn't judge you for where you are. Do you know what he does? Tico's just going to be Jesus for me right now. He has got Jesus in him. He's not Jesus, but he's got Jesus in him. So he's just going to come and help me. I'm in the hole. And you might be sitting in your hole and you might be going, man, I've been here for so long. I don't know if there's any way out of this hole. I, I just don't know. I, I just think this is, this is a hole. I, I, just, I just don't know. You know what Jesus does? He reaches down and he pulls you up out of your hole. And then you walk with him. You walk with him and you go, okay, Jesus, yeah, I've been in that hole. Can you, can you show me some, you know, give me your wisdom on, on what new thinking I need to have so I don't end up back there again, you know? Thanks, Jesus. And if your hole, if your hole was worry, let's say, if your pattern was worry, you're always worrying about stuff. I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried. As you journey along with Jesus and you're in relationship with Him and you walk with Him, Jesus might say to you, hey, see that flower over there? I made that. I care for that. And if I know about that one little flower and I care for that, how much more will I care for you? What are you worrying about? Give your worries to me. Because I can take it. I can handle it. I can provide everything you need. Why are you worrying? And when we do that, when we get away from the, the old patterns and we start renewing our mind by the truth that we hear from Jesus as we relationship with Him and as we read His Word, our minds are changed and our patterns are changed and those old patterns get destroyed and new pathways.
pathways are built in our brains, which Jesus created anyway, so knows all about. And then it's different and our lives are transformed and we're not the same and we're mature and we're not babies. We're mature and we're growing up. Man. We sing it. Breaking open every tied up mind. Your love is breathing out into my life. You take my burden and you make it light. You make it light. Bill Johnson said this the renewed mind is the canvas on which the Spirit of God can paint. Can you say it again? The renewed mind is the canvas on which the Spirit of God can paint. Just imagine yourself now with a beautiful, white, pure canvas as you have renewed your mind and your thoughts, as you have changed the patterns that have been holding you back and God is wanting to paint a beautiful picture with your life. It's never too late, never too late to change your going to get everybody to stand. If you're not already aware or you don't already know, I'd like you to take a moment now and ask God, God, can you show me any pattern in my life now that's unhealthy, that's bringing me negative results, that's destroying the things that you want to build? Ask him now if you don't already know. Can you see it? Do you recognize it? I want you to name it. God, I recognize that I am carrying around with me the pattern of, and name it. Mm. Now here's your wake up call. That pattern, God, is doing me no good. It stinks. It's like vomit on the ground and I don't want to go back and eat it up again. That's your wake up call. You can say, God, I don't want to go back to that stuff. I don't want to go back to that pattern. Say it out loud. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. Now, you're going to go through the door 
You're going to leave that pattern behind you. In your mind, you're going to go through that door and you're going to shut it behind you. And you're going to say, I'm not going back. Do it now. Go through the door. Shut it behind you. Say, I'm not going back. Not going back. Now, would you pray this out loud? I want to partner with you, Jesus. I want to walk with you. Would you renew my mind and build a new pathway in my brain so that I never go back? Amen. Amen. Now you might have to do a bit of searching. You might have to do a bit of digging as God And Jesus, as you walk with Him, as He builds that new way of thinking into your life. I know I've got verses, Bible verses that God has given me over the years for different patterns that He's killed in my life. And I say them out loud. I use them. They're weapons. Not meant to sit in our pocket. Word of God is a weapon. Use it. Yeah. It's never too late to change your mind. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch. 